Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode with Jara's Client in the podcast. This is Lord Hadi, your host. Today's topic is balancing service costs and cash in triangle supply chains with Professor Bram Desmet. But before we get in, let me brief a little bit about his professional background. So Bram Desmet is CEO for a company called Salventures based in Belgium and also he is a professor in operations and supply chain at Flerick Business School. He published a book titled Supply Chain Strategy and Financial Metrics, The Supply Chain Triangle of Service, Cost, and Cash. This topic itself is really, really interesting because by looking at this approach of triangle supply chains, as I mentioned, like service, cost, and cash, the companies will be able to incorporate the strategy to the supply chain and financial performance indicator. Have a good, enjoy this episode. See you next time and goodbye. Hello, everybody. Welcome. My name is Bram Desmet. I am the CEO of Soventure. We are experts in implementing sales and operations planning. And for part of my time, I'm also a professor at the Vlerik Business School in Belgium. Today, I want to talk to you about what we believe is the heart of SNLP, namely the supply chain triangle of service, cost, and cash. Over the last five years, I have seen many companies launching inventory reduction programs. A common reason is to generate cash, cash that can be used for new investments, to pay back loans, or to pay cash dividends to shareholders. When launching an inventory reduction program, companies should be aware that inventory as part of cash should always be balanced with cost and service. The balancing of these three might be the essence of supply chain management. That's why we have called at Solventure the corresponding triangle, the supply chain triangle. If we look at service, typical supply chain aspects could be customer order lead time, the on-time and full delivery performance, the product portfolio, the order flexibility, the length of the payment terms. If we shorten the lead times, if we broaden the product portfolio, or if we start using consignment stocks, that can be extras from a service perspective, but they can also increase the inventory and as a result require more cash. If we reduce the lead times by creating extra capacity or faster, or by using faster transportation modes, this is also increasing service, but typically by increasing the cost. If we look at the cost side, we typically think of operational costs like purchasing cost, manufacturing cost, or logistic cost. As an example, if we start sourcing in Asia, or if we start leveling the production, or if we start rounding to four trucks, this will typically lower the cost, but they can, they can increase the inventory. 
when making decisions, for instance, low-cost sourcing from Asia, it is important that we not only look at the operational costs, but also at the impact on inventory. The third corner, the cash corner, well, here inventory is certainly an important element. The reduction in working capital or the reduction in inventory is freeing up cash. We see working capital reduction programs coming back every three to five years in companies. Many companies have launched such a program during the financial crisis. As customers were paying late and banks were reluctant to extend loans, companies have aggressively lowered working capital to generate cash, often to the expense of cost, for instance, by stopping production or by canceling orders from suppliers, often also with an impact on service by not having the right product at the right time. In that financial crisis, cash is king was certainly a dominant motto. A typical or traditional organization chart is creating tension in the triangle. If we look at a typical executive committee with a CEO, a CFO, if he be of sales and marketing, if he be of supply chain, if he be of manufacturing and if he be of purchasing, the targets and the metrics of these individual executive committee members are often conflicting. Let's start with the VP of Sales and Marketing. The main interest here is typically sales turnover, net sales, market share. For the operational VPs, the primary focus is typically on cost. The CFO may, might be the only one who is really concerned about inventory because inventory is cash or because of related effects like inventory write-offs. In many traditional organizations, sales and operations are historically strong. The VP of supply chain is typically the new kit on the block. In a lot of our organizations, to prove themselves, supply chain has taken on the challenge to reduce the inventory, for instance, with 10, 20, or sometimes even 30%. When you do that as a VP of supply chain, you need to be very cautious because reducing the inventory is in fact bringing balance in the conflicting targets between sales, operations and finance. So how can we try to create more aligned targets? One of our ideas is to make inventory terms a shared KPI. Inventory ownership is a pendulum. In many companies, we have seen different solutions. Maybe supply chain was responsible until we ran into service issues. Then sales became responsible for the inventory, but the inventory ran out of control with too many inventory write-offs. Then the CFO defined a target, and maybe we had split responsibilities for raw materials, for working process and for finished goods amongst purchasing, manufacturing and supply chain. The targets could have been based on benchmarking and in the end turned out to be unrealistic. Well, any of the above functions can be in charge of managing or reducing inventories. We believe none of the functions can do it alone. 
That's why we believe that inventory terms should be a common KPI shared by all the members of the executive team. That will make it part of the target setting and improve alignment. In sharing inventory as a KPI is our recommendation, but make sure to assign a single process owner for inventory improvement. That will make sure all inventory optimization projects are aligned. The key of balancing the triangle is best understood when we take the investor's perspective. If you look at it from an investor's perspective, we know that the service side of the triangle is basically driving net sales, is driving the top line. But as an investor, I'm interested by more than just top line or growth. Growth is good, but it's often not a goal in itself. If I combine the, 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 the top line or the service with the cost side of the triangle, I get a margin. A margin, for instance, EBIT, earnings before interest and taxes. And as an investor, next to growth, I also want to see a margin. But even more, I'm not just concerned with growth, I'm not just concerned with margin. And why is that? If I have two companies that generate 100 million of EBIT, the first company requires 100 million of capital, and the second company requires 200 million of capital, then of course I prefer to do the first investment twice. So as an investor, I'm not just concerned with growth, I'm not just concerned with margin, I'm concerned with the margin you generate over the capital employed, which is the financial definition of the return on capital employed. It is what Americans call the bang for the buck. Let's see how we can apply that principle, for instance, to expanding the product portfolio. In the quest for growth, we see that companies through the years typically add a lot of complexity to the service uh, to the service corner. Yeah? They offer more products, they offer them faster, they get more flexible in honoring customer-specific uh, requests. Yeah? Uh, adding the service will create value for the customer and support top line and your market share. But the question is, is all of this a good decision? Certainly when supply chain managers try to reduce the inventory and they try to prune the product portfolio, it's typical for them to get pushback from marketing and sales. Marketing and sales will tell, well, you cannot cut this product because it's critical to customer A and B. I know the product in itself is not profitable, but if we stop selling the product, we will lose those customers and that will uh, basically negatively impact the business. So how do we solve this? How can that ROSE or that supply chain triangle be used to, let's say, solve this uh, difficult uh, question? Well, we start by recognizing that, yes, if we stop certain products, it will negatively impact the top line. If we are able to stop certain products without impacting the top line, then we would really be in a backward situation. We are typically talking about yeah, non-moving products, obsolete stocks. The question we need to ask is, what will stopping the product do to our return on capital employed? If we look at the life cycle of products, 
typically, as products get to the end of the life cycle, the volumes are decreasing. And because of low-cost competition, the profits are eroding even faster. At the same time, delivering good service will proportionally require more inventory. So the inventory turns will go down or the inventory days will be going up. This negatively impacts our bank for the buck. I will basically get less profit for more investment. That's not something I want as an investor. If I look at my product portfolio, it will be clear that some products and customers are positively contributing to my return on capital employed, where others are lowering that return on capital employed. In supply chain terms, we often hear about good complexity versus bad complexity. Bad complexity lowers our return on capital employed and should be taken out. But not all complexity is bad complexity. Some complexity is really good. That's when it is adding to uh, the return on capital employed. As supply chain people, we'd often like to simplify the service side as to minimize the cost, but this is a step to fall. Some of the complexity will be adding value and can be classified as good. So, as a summary, it is our intimate belief that supply chain management is really about balancing this triangle of service, cost, and cash. We at Solventure use SNOP, Sales and Operations Planning, as the process to bring the necessary decisions to the executive uh, committee. And we use return on capital employed as the metric that balances the three corners in the supply chain triangle and which measures how we as an organization can deliver value to our shareholder. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.